All right, folks, we're recording. We're live. We're live we are right live. now. Uh, the first ever episode of Be Happier, Be, <laughs> Be Happier, Die Trying. I can't talk. Great I can't start even, right there. Yeah, great. We're off Be to happy a, or die a swimming trying. start. Be happier, die trying. Um, I'm Dan, Dan Coover. That's Paul. And I am Paul Daffern. Yeah. Bill Bug. Bill Bug. If you're going to call yourself Dan Coover, I get to call myself Bill Bug. Deal. I like call, it. Call me Bill Bug. Uh, a lot of people just call me Coover now. It's funny. They don't even... Really? Yeah, there's some oh, people nice. like at my old job that I had did not even like mm-hmm. it took them. They thought my last name was Coover. They're like, "Who's Dandy Simone?" And um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I got to be friends with you on Facebook long enough to see the the Dandy right. Simone <laughs> portion of, of Facebook. Yeah, that was just Dan Coover. Yeah. <sighs> so and we've been buddies. How long have we known each other, Paul? Like what, ten years now, probably somewhere in that range. T- I mean, shit, man, I'm turning 25 this year, so at Same. least 10 years now. Yeah, because I'm so, trying to. When did you move to? When did you move to Florida? Um, it was going to be in between freshman year and sophomore yeah. year. Right, right there. So I would so, say that's about 10 years, probably. I, I graduated like at 17, so bring it back. Yeah, about 14. Oh, yeah. So no, wow, wait, wait, we are at the 10-year. Ten, ten you just have a little bit of a late birthday, though, right? So Yeah, July. Yeah. July. So, <laughs> coming yep. up quick, but too quick for me. But I think um, a big reason why we wanted to do this show, the two of us, was because I think we've both had a lot of ups and downs i would say since we've known mm-hmm. each other i think we've both had some moments where it's like wow we're really getting it and then we've had a lot of really low moments too and i think we've had a lot of the same struggles and i know we've had a lot of really good talks um in the sense that we feel that what we talk about uh, if more people heard it maybe it could help somebody who's struggling with mental health and depression which is something i struggle exactly. with i know you've struggled I mean, with it too yeah, well, I mean, it's just it's one of those things where uh, I'm going to be saying this probably too often. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I mean, everyone's got their own experiences. And uh, uh, regardless of the actual circumstances and situations, I mean, there are similar elements that can be boiled down to. And uh, ultimately, I think just why we have been able to uh, maintain such a good friendship over the last 10 years is because uh, we've done a good job of just being free there for each other. And I think yeah. that's kind of the aspect behind this uh, is that we want to just be there for one another be there for you know anyone else out there that might need somebody to to talk to or to listen to like yeah. personally i i don't know who it would be but i I'd, I'd love to just be available if anybody's ever having any kinds of just dark thoughts thoughts of suicide you're just feeling down i don't care i i want to help and so that's kind of the purpose of this uh purpose of this is yeah it, it's purpose of this is to talk and maybe make it a little bit you know, remove the stigma from it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, I think when you and I talk, I'm a weird guy. I have no issue admitting that I'm weird. I have zero issue admitting I, that I'm weird. Yeah. Um, yeah I I'm unusual. Also. Yeah. I'm unusual. I, uh, I, I'm odd. I'm an odd bird. Um, and I, I, every once in a while I meet people who are on like that save wavelength as me, people who, you know, believe in Bigfoot, but think that the moon landing is a hoax kind of like I do. I'm not a hundred percent. Well, he, either he, one, don't but... lump me in with that, that crap. <laughs> no. no, but yeah, you know what I mean? Um, no, but I'm, I'm weird. Like I, I do stupid things like that. Like I like to go against the grain. Um, but me, like you're one of the people we're on the, we're on similar wavelengths, I think. At least in the way we think. I mean, we don't I, agree I think society's kind of moving towards that direction where it's like everyone's just uh, getting that, that individualism and uniqueness and uh, yeah. really embracing it. And I think uh, uh, 
probably a lot of people out there could identify with that. Yeah. You just feel a little bit weird. You don't feel quite as normal. And uh, that is normal. That is it, not it, weird. It is now. I think 50 years ago, not the case. But I think we are in the golden age right now. We are in the golden age of being who you are. There's no better time in the history of the planet to be who no. you want to be. In the sense you're just that scaring I, me for what's going to be after this golden age. Yeah, I know. There's always a golden age, and then maybe things fall apart. There's a high, and then there's a low. But, but I think I, I agree. I agree. I mean, we've got so many uh, the the in the emergence of social media in general, and the fact that you even can record a video like this right now, uh, just really go off of that and uh, be able to share a lot more about your uh, your mind your heart and just uh, who you are as in general with so many more people than ever before. I mean, you know, people had to write books, you know, 300 years ago. And then um, even then that was just, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words right now, but yeah, well, it's just, we, the knowledge, we really are. Knowledge doesn't trans. I think where you're going with it and correct me if I'm wrong is knowledge 300 years ago did not transfer as quickly or as easily as it does right now. Yeah, I mean, now, now you're able to say, "Hey, what did you, what did you actually say? What were you actually meaning with that?" And back then, if you ran into the author, they were probably like 95 years old at the time that you finally run into them, because of how long it took, you know, knowledge to travel. So yeah, uh, uh, you're 100 percent right about that. Um, but I definitely think that uh, with how easy it is, and and there's that old joke, oh, like we're starting a podcast. Literally, everybody has a podcast. I get it. Right. I get that. I'm not trying to discount that or anything like that, but I think, you know, there's going to be people who are going to listen to this. They're going to be like, this is not for me and that's fine. But there's going to be people, people who listen to this and listen to some of the things that we talk about. And I think they're going to really enjoy it. And I think we're going to make, make the podcast for those people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, that's, that's kind of the key behind it is it's, it's not for everyone. And if you try to please everyone, you will end up unhappy. I know that from yeah. firsthand experience. Yeah. So, I think, um, being pragmatic is it's definitely gets you in that in that boat sometimes i want to talk about the name though really quickly because do you remember how we came yep. up with the name for this spitballing back and forth and just uh yeah. wanted something that would actually encapsulate how we're feeling yeah because i think what we kind of did was take um like one half of the name that i suggested and then the half of the name that you suggested and we yeah, ended yeah. up with this beautiful <laughs> mix of i'm, I'm pretty sure you, you were having this like great like positive message be happy and i was over yeah. here just like trying to just drag it right back down yep so yeah i tried I, I wanted it to be called life sucks be happy originally yep. but i like this name better i really like be happy or die trying better because i think for me i'll admit like i've dealt with depression pretty much my whole adult life Mm-hmm. In the sense that, you know, you you know Dexter, the show TV show Dexter. How um, he, I'm not as familiar, but continue. Gotcha. Well, he he's obviously for those who don't know what Dexter is, it's the show about the serial killer who basically kills serial killers and kills bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird show. We would highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Cough, Paul. Um, anyway, <clears throat> um, <laughs> Dexter throughout the show always talks about the, his dark passenger. In the sense that, and his dark passenger mm. is his the serial killer that lives within him. Um, but I think that throughout my adult life, my my dark passenger has not been. I'm not a serial killer. I swear, I'm not a serial killer. Um, but that's what a serial killer. Would oh say. yeah, that's exactly what a serial killer would say. But my dark passenger has been depression and anxiety. And there's been times where it's not a passenger. There's been times where it's been the driver. 
-hmm. And then there's other times where it's in the trunk and I forget about it for a little while. And those are the nice times. Those are the nice times. Those times are few and far between. Yeah, but the the other times when depression's like, hey, by the way, I've got a few friends of mine, and uh, they need a ride too, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anxiety, come on in. <laughs> Obsessive thoughts, OCD, yeah. 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 It, it's hard, like, and, and it's very, very like difficult. a station wagon with, like, extra seats in the back and facing out the rear, you know, I'm going to stop. Yeah, or it's, it no, becomes, I'm... like, a clown car where there's just, like, ten different Even better. things, like relationship trouble work trouble like everything just piles in sometimes and so i think oh, exactly for those of us who have that dark passenger which is a lot of us and i think it's more i i, I seen so many statistics i think like one of four people in america have depression and so it's a problem well, I'd, I'd argue it's it's probably a much higher percentage of that than that have experienced depression at some point if it's sure. not just a constant thing yeah um you know i i think the, the number, I think, of people that haven't experienced depression is, like, such a low number because, I mean, everyone does experience it to some extent, and we all experience it in different uh, – to different degrees. You know, some people I, – I will never discount somebody that hasn't experienced depression very much, and they're just, like, feeling sad. I mean, that you're still experiencing a certain form of depression. I mean, I'm not saying sadness is the uh, – Depression? You know, is the isn't that but... just some word for feeling bummed out? <laughs> Dwight, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's very often uh, it, it's easy to um, disconnect, you know, yourself from how you're feeling and then just um, really abnormalize. I get no, that's probably a bad word, but you, you, you make it out to be something that it's not. And, yeah. you know, because depression, there's this stigma around it. You know, nobody wants to be depressed, but everyone kind of is depressed. Um, yeah, nobody wait. Know, and, nobody, nobody's five years old and says, you know, when I grow up, I want to be <laughs> a twenty-five-year-old guy <laughs> who's depressed. And but yeah. it's twenty twenty, so you can <laughs> you can officially um, you can be that. So right, that's what um, I am. I mean, I'm a twenty-five-year-old with depression right. and with sadness, and obviously, I've had a crap year. I don't even want to get into that. Everybody's had a crap year this yep. year. This year's a wash. I mean, that, that's a great reason for why uh, I think this is the time to record is. There are so many people that are experiencing so many different things, of course. Um, and, you know, that's just the multifaceted aspect of life is that there are so many different things that can cause that uh, that depression to, to cause and to cause it to kind of uh, not infest your life necessarily, but it, it really can uh, it be a shadow, you know, that dark passenger. Yeah. Master. Yes. Yeah, it, um, it, it is. And it has been for a lot of people. This year has been hard. I mean, I mean, yeah, I can speak from personal experience. I mean, I already coming into this year, having just years of experience and just loneliness, like way before quarantine happened, like obviously, but then, you know, actually having to stay in your house for a few months and the fact that there was just so little actual interactions with other people that, that really does, uh, bring you down, uh, and with good reason. So, yeah. And I think yeah. it's, it's almost going to go so far the other way now. Cause like, as things start to kind of go back, I don't want to say back to normal because it's not normal, but mm -hmm. I was thinking the other day, like, I, when are we going to, as like a society, feel safe being like in close proximity? Are people going to have like some post-traumatic stress from quarantine eventually in two years from now when people are allowed to get really close and huddled up in public again? Are people going to like have panic attacks from that? That, those are the I things I worry about. I hope not many people about. having panic attacks, but 
I, I would argue um, with an event of this magnitude, I, I, I would say that we are uh, certainly learning some new behaviors to an extent. Yeah. So I think that we will see those, um, you know, for years to come, for sure. Um, I just don't know about the severity. I, I really hope people aren't like, don't shake my hands. Gosh, right. you know. I, ho I hope so, too. Like, I hope we could still keep the things about us that, like, make us humans. Like, I don't want to lose that. Like, I don't want to lose, and that's, that's why I've been so frustrated, and, and quite honestly, like, I've been, like, hurt and angry the past three months. Like, I, again, I've been through a lot. I, you know, ended up losing jobs, field I really got, a, you know, got a master's degree to work in, it's virtually on a hiring mm -hmm. freeze right now. Um, mm -hmm. So, it, like, that that's really, because I take a lot of pride in my work, and I really liked what I was doing. I liked the field that I was working in and stuff, and... You know, so knowing that I, I can't do that right now hurts looking for other jobs and stuff, which I've been doing and stuff. No dice, though, because, again, the economy's, you know, in the toilet. But, yeah. I, mean, but it's, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. But well, I mean, I, I'd i argue that with, uh, with the fact that you did go out and get your master's degree, I mean, it, it showed much more than just an interest in your field. It showed that you did have the uh, the tenacity to go and achieve and get something for yourself. And I think that you will continue to take that. And there's many other people out there that need to hear that same message that you getting this far in life is not, that's not nothing. It's really not. Sure. I mean, you, it's taken a, a lot of effort every single day to get through. That has taken effort. That is an achievement in of itself. It's not out there just some trophy necessary for it. But I think that a lot of people really do discount themselves and they don't, they don't allow themselves those small victories, um, yeah. you know, in just that, that winning. Yeah, I absolutely. And, and I definitely like I, I realize that I'm like, I do have a master's degree. I'm one of like, if you look statistically, one of the most educated people in the world. But hey, you know, hey 50 percent of the people in this podcast right now have a master's degree. So <laughs> fair. So. I mean, that's a pretty good number. One out of two, if that was indicative of the whole population. No, but right. um, but but I think with that, I think for me, that two years I spent away. Up, mm -hmm. I lived. I went, got my you know graduate degree up in uh, up in Michigan. Um, mm -hmm. That two years I spent away was really good for me, in the yep. sense that I really got to ride some of the highs and lows by myself. And I think I realized that I can be independent. It was more than just getting a degree. It was you know I could live very far away from my friends and my family and do just fine and make new friends that become a family and like all that stuff. And I, and I think I really, really did a good job of making friends with who I was up there and who I am rather. And, and that, I think that's, that that's a process that probably took me 24 to 25 years. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm friends with myself yet. So I, I honestly applaud that you're, you only took 24 years to get there. <laughs> Um, it's a process, man. And there's times where like, just like sometimes there's times where you hate your friends. There's times where you hate the friend that is you too. I mean, it happens. It's not like, it's not like this inseparable bond, just like any friendship. It's going to have some rockiness and some rocky times. No, for sure. For sure. And uh, I mean, I, I think again, just kind of going back into that, the, the value behind being able to go somewhere um, by yourself and make something new uh, that, that is, uh, difficult to do yeah. it really is you have to put yourself out it. there and yeah. but it, it is one of those things now that um you faced that obstacle you conquered that obstacle and now you know that the next time you're faced with something like that you're gonna make it you yeah know, i'm, I'm I, gonna I, finish that I, with the curse word but you know yeah no i i exactly i know exactly where you're going with it but 
but yeah, that that for me that was a, like a big moment of like my independence and whatnot. And um, I, I'd encourage everybody to do that. You know, I saw a stat that like the average American lives, you know, twenty two miles away from their mom. Golly. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't stay close to your mom. I love my mom. My mom's awesome. But well, I mean, I I know there's a lot more uh, urban areas that have a high population and yeah. I mean, 22 miles i mean in new york 22 miles you could be living you know three hours. on the other side of the city <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but um but in terms of know, that but i think the Texas point is, is that most of us like again I, and i'm from new jersey originally and i've mm -hmm. lived in three states now and the fact that there's people who make the conscious decision to live in the state of new jersey when there's literally probably 45 to 47 states that are better than the state of new jersey it blows my mind. But I think that the reason why people do it is just, it's a comfort thing. They stay, they find their comfort zone. Oh, I'm bored here. Yeah. Comfort. Here's my bubble. They might understand mm -hmm. that there's better places. They might not, but they might not even care because they're so comfortable. And I think yep. if you live your life in that comfort zone and you don't stretch it out, you're, you're, I think you're cheating yourself. And I'm not trying no, to say that I'm exactly. better. Because I, I took a chance and I moved somewhere and, and I'm willing to move, you know, places again now. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not trying to insinuate that at all. I'm just saying I think so many of us are afraid of being alive in, in order to just keep a mundane and mon uh, monotonous life that we built that really isn't satisfying, but it's comfortable and it's, it's easier, you know? It's easy. It's like a, it's like one of those races where you've got to have the, the egg on the spoon and whatnot. And you got to keep it from falling off. You know, I mean, a lot of people they do feel like if they go and they make too drastic of a change, it will end up in breaking the egg and everything will come yeah. crashing down. And I mean, simply that's just not true. I mean, humans we would not have made it this far in uh, you know just life and society in general if we weren't resilient people and creatures that would continue to rebuild every yeah, time and, there's and, been. I mean, we've evolved. We've we we've literally evolved from, you know, to make ourselves more efficient, to make ourselves operate better, and and whatnot. And um, so yeah, it's it's crazy how it's in our human nature to evolve, but many of us don't. Many of us are born in one town. We stay in one town, and we die in and, one town. Yeah, it stunts your growth for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, it it really does keep you from from experiencing more and. Uh, I think everyone loves to travel in general. I think I think for the most part, anyways. But yet, so few of us actually end up traveling in like a genuine sense. You know, I mean, uh, there's there's much more than just spending a a weekend in Mexico to actually experiencing you know life yeah. in Mexico and Mexican culture. And I mean, there's just. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm over here just Lewis and Clark of exploring. I I need to do more. Yeah, travel I was as gonna well, say. But, because when you say that, um, I'm thinking I've spent probably six hours of my life outside the United States. And it's well, I'm I mean, literally I, driving I just, through Canada. Like I barely I think I got out and got some ketchup chips. And I went to Niagara Falls and that's about it. Chips, that's Have you ever had ketchup chips? Um yeah, I mean I spent my entire life just traveling in Texas. I still don't think I've reached the city uh, the, the border. So you know, oh, that's how big it is. No, no, Texas. Oh. You know, I'm just saying oh, yeah. I've just been like all life driving across the border. You can. That's a, that's a big state. But have you ever had ketchup chips? I have not. Honestly, that's that's an interesting concept. I mean, it, I, they're the best chips in the world. The fact that they make them in Canada and they don't make them in America breaks my heart because if, if they made them, Americans would love them. It tastes like 4th of July in your mouth. 
I mean, if it if it was like ranch chips, I think that would catch on really. really yeah, probably would, in especially America. in like middle America. I never got oh, yeah. on the ranch train until like I moved down to me Florida, me and people are growing up in Jersey. You know, we eat our pizza the right way. We fold it. You know, we fold it in half, eat it. You know, got a little flop. Well, um, that's because that's because it's from you know New York where they actually make it paper thin, and so yeah. you, you have to fold it so that you. Get yeah. some consistency. That you know what I just I just realized, Paul, the only reason people would live in New Jersey is because of the food. The food is definitely better than the food anywhere else I've been. Um but other than the food, I don't do know do why. I need to get you on a plane here to Texas, like now or something. I'm telling you some Italian barbecue. food. I'm an I'm Italian, so the Italian food is great. What what like what type of food? Obviously Tex Mex is big in Texas, right? Oh yeah, te- Tex Mex is huge. I mean, um, it's it's obviously not Mexican food. I was having a discussion with some friends about this. I mean, it's it's its own thing, obviously at this point. Um, barbecue is is really big as well. Um, I mean, those are kind of just like the main two staples, I'd say, of just not necessarily Texas. I mean, Tex Mex is of Texas, but uh, barbecue just in the South in general. But I know Texans, we we got a lot of pride, so. Uh, a lot of pride. Yeah. Well, well, and so. I, and I found with barbecue, a lot of people say like Memphis and Kansas City and stuff like those are some more hot stop hot spots for that. I don't even know how we're talking about food, but I love food. But the point I, is, yeah. travel, try some food. Get out it's of your just, town. It's just it's <laughs> going just back to getting outside of your comfort zone. Um, you know, go new places, try new foods, um, yeah. even if you don't like them. You know, I I, I will say, uh, you know, I've met multiple people that I just. I really don't like how little they actually want to try the new foods and they'll just, they'll scrunch up their face and they'll, they'll do that. Like, you know, uh, Squidward thing where he takes the bite, like the smallest possible bite <laughs> out of the Krabby Patty. And then they act like that's like the entire flavor. And, um, I mean, yeah, there's gonna be I, a I lot of stuff to, in life that you don't I used like. to be one of those guys. I, I, I really used to, to be, be one of those but guys. I think we all, we all, we all have been at some point. And I, I think it's because it's, um, you know, it's that mental block of, of having to overcome this own desire to not yeah. eat that. You have to kind of just say, I'm going to eat this, you know, whether or not I want to. I resist change. I think it comes back to the sense that I resist change. Initially, I always do. Even It could be oh. the best change ever. But initially, I'm well, I mean, naturally going to be very skeptical of it and just be like, or we could just keep things the same forever. I mean, I, I will say, uh, I mean, change in general, it's any, any change is going to seem drastic at the time. Unless, unless it's, you know, somebody that's like inching backwards, like, like just over like enough time that you, until you finally realize how far they are, uh, any change tends to be pretty drastic, Yeah. you know, and, uh, that doesn't mean that it's bad though, but it doesn't, it's, but it's change. And for me, how my change. dumb brain works, you could literally be like, you're, you're changing. You're going to be making a million dollars. And I probably be like, wait a second, hold on now. Or we could just keep things the same. Like that's just you know I, I I'm not I'm not particularly fond of change, and but I've learned that through 25 years of life, and mainly in really the last I would say seven of being an adult and going to college and college ending and starting a career that I absolutely hated, and then going mm-hmm. back and getting a master's to try to get a new career and switch career. And I've learned throughout everything. It's like friends change people change really you're the only person i keep in touch with from high school and i mean back at you i mean i i like and we didn't even go to the same school that's the best part no we didn't Um, but we had a lot of friends like it's not like we i felt like we had a lot of folks who we hung out with in high school i i was honestly thinking about that just like earlier when we were talking about the podcast i was like man i mean 
back whenever we had actually like first started being friends there was like such a big group yeah and then it's like that that you know the the was it 10 little 10 little indian boys or whatever that poem where it's just like I'm and then there were and then there was none yeah it was just um i'm not going to go over that of course but um with all the racial tensions lately but um you know <laughs> Paul, that's the, Paul, the poem are, you trying to get us, are you trying to get us canceled on our first episode <laughs> i'm doing a really great job aren't i <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, but it's just, you know, you know, 10 little Indian boys and then there was nine and then there was eight and then there were seven and then, you know, all the way down till, and then there were none, you know, is that it's just a slow process of just weeding out, uh, individuals. And I mean, I, I just know for, for us in particular, we, we had that group and there was like we had a mess 10, up. 12 of us. And yeah, then there was that big oh, break to two groups. And up. I, I still stand by it. I, I, I'm not saying, um, I mean, as a, as an adult now, I can be mature enough to say, whenever i'm right and whenever i'm wrong but uh we were not in the wrong in that group so no we weren't we weren't um and i'm not i listen none of those people are gonna listen to this or anything like that um because i i literally am not i could not even tell you where any of them lived i don't think i have any of their phone numbers but 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 it is just about who uh who survives the test of time you know and who remains close and who who remains uh you know together is is yeah. just a big portion of it yeah so. and and you know obviously i'm a big john mayer fan everybody knows that and there's a line in this song he has called changing it's uh um some of us stopped running some of us went home some of us don't got one so we built one of our own and i'm like that is that's life man very much so like some of us don't ever stop running though. some of us will be running from our problems forever some of us will be running from change for forever just in this sense to just preserve and preserve and preserve, even if what you're trying to preserve isn't even worth preserving anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just the sense of uh, that life right now. It's kind of that, that idea that life is better now than it would be if it changed, you yeah. know, even though it could get so much better. It's yeah. just that short sightedness. We don't want to gamble. Like we don't, as human beings, we don't want to lay it all out on the line and risk our comfortability, if you will. Is that even a word comfortability? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it is. We don't want to risk that. You just got to extra pronunciate everything. Yeah. Comfortability. Pronunciate. Yes. Comfortability. I don't know what you're talking about with people don't like gambling, dude. I love gambling. Well, I love gambling, but I don't like, I love, <laughs> that's the weird thing about me. I'm always down to, you know, go to a casino or, you know, we're obviously putting this on 366 sports. We're going to have a ton of gambling content in the fall. Oh, for football. I, I love daily fantasy sports. It's, it's great. Yes. Um, we're but have it, it is that. one of those things. Well, I, I think the the biggest thing, though, whenever it comes to gambling is, you know, typically you're giving up cash, you know, right. and uh, that is a resource. You know, it can be lost. It can be regained. And as soon as you start dealing with, you know, your life and the, the risks that come with that and the losses that come with your life, you know, you're not just losing resources. You're losing people. You're losing loved ones. Yeah. Um, and sometimes sometimes in life you need to lose other people in order to actually gain. I mean, uh, if you don't go through um a lot of the downs in life you know you won't be prepared for those the next time you're you're no one till someone lets you down right another john mayer song but you need i think are we gonna get an official sponsorship sponsorship with uh, john mayer yeah i, I guess we should. We, i guess we should that i think we should get that, that that'd be pretty funny but, um, um i was literally googling maslow's hierarchy of needs and i accidentally put it on the screen so boom first episode blooper right there um, but, uh, Maslow's hierarchy needs, Paul, have you ever heard of those or? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, no, I actually am in a class right now that uh, just a couple chapters of quizzes ago was uh, going over one of that. That so. is the realest thing. Oops, I'm sorry. I'm still showing on the screen there. But that is literally, I think, the realest thing that mm -hmm. I've learned about in school because for some reason, Paul doesn't want to show you. So hold on. No, no it's fine. I'm, I, I've got it pretty, pretty well in my mind yeah. right now. But <laughs> no, I mean, um, but, yeah. great, great point, though, about, about that in particular is that it's while that hierarchy of needs is pretty much applicable to everything i i would argue just as i had learned is that it it's kind of more developed around more of a western culture style of thinking whereas other cultures and just everyone in particular is so individualistic that it might not actually be the same um the same needs for everyone well you know, yeah a lot of people... there's no one size fits all with anything mm -hmm. but i think that in terms of when you talk about gambling with your life some people might not want to take a risk and try to find a job because if they end up messing up that job or losing that job then they lose the most basic foundation of their needs which is the physiological needs which is your air your water your your a roof over your head um <laughs> you know what i mean and i think that's why whereas like money you know that's i don't want to say that that's more you know obviously that is a physiological need too but i think mm -hmm losing a small amount of money or something in the grand scheme of things a small amount of money is not as significant to people but whereas for some people actually achieving a lot of money or something like that could be a portion yeah. of their self-actualization that mm -hmm. they feel like okay i finally made it i'm a, i'm a millionaire i made it yeah um so i mean yeah no i agree it, it's definitely one of those factors that can uh, be attributed to more than one uh, of those hierarchies yeah so that's interesting but, and it's funny because, like, a lot of the stuff you learn in school, like, I'm not going to even lie, it's bullshit. A lot of it's... It really I, is. I mean, 75% um, of college is just, it's hogwash. Don't even get me, don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> like, 95% of, of grad school is, 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 is hogwash, too. Um, and... I mean, I, I, will, I will say, I mean, our education system needs more work overall, but... It does. Uh, that's going to be a talk for a different day. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on the issues with our education system, but... But yeah, I, I, I think that there's some... Tape. It probably would. We'd probably be like, drop a five-hour Joe Rogan-sized episode of Be Happy or Die Trying. Um, but I think... Hey. But I, think I was going to say, people might want to watch that one. People would, eventually. Listen, they're gonna. this is going to be a hit. I think people are really going to enjoy this. Um, as long as we can stay on topic. We're going I know. All over well, the we place. are, but that's kind of like But, I, but the it, that's the thing we're about like, life. Yeah. I mean, people conversing. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's from my own personal experiences, but I am a professional at derailing a conversation and going a different oh, direction. Same. It's great. And, and again, that's why I think we get on so well. It's because like, we could just have a talk like, you know, turn it off. Man, I've been... I've had a tough week and we <laughs> yeah. go on to, oh, like, what are your thoughts on a multiverse? Like, like, you know, we just kind of go down these rabbit holes and stuff. And I think for the first episode, we really didn't want to have a topic. I think in subsequent yeah, I episodes, mean, I think we're going to probably have, it's going to be a little tighter. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's kind of like just a, just a broad scope and slowly we'll get more focused in on, on certain issues and whatnot, because um, again, the, the goal of this is to be helpful to people that might need yeah. the help and we all need something different. And so right now this is clearly just a, a just all over the place introduction of what you could expect. Yeah. This is um, like, this episodes. is like syllabus day. We're, we're running yeah. down the entire syllabus. 
you, you probably know. could have skipped this this class yeah, but probably guess could've. what you're here spend the time here <laughs> maybe you're still just, thinking just... about whether or not you want to like add drop or anything maybe you're like ooh, ooh, there's another podcast i think i'd rather take up the hall it sounds like it'll be a little bit easier uh <laughs> there's, there's at least there's at least like 10 percent of the classes just hung over in the back they're not even paying attention yep. it's great they're, they're just doing this right now um for the easy credit but but, but dan I, lo- I loved recording this with you man yeah um, for sure and I'm really excited just to just to try and help other people out. If you are watching this, I just encourage you leave a comment. If you've got a problem, um, send us I, a message or or whatever email, whatever contact way necessary. I'll personally try to get back to you as long as you don't say like, "Hey, remember me? We met on Sunday of this something," and then it was you know it's just a link to a, a, a bunch of photos that you took. Um, I received too many spam mails. What yeah. can I say? Um. <laughs> No, but I, I, I just, I want to help. And what's important to me is not just about creating um, a show that is so broad that it misses everyone. I want to create a show that is curated to the people that need to hear Yeah, the 100%. I, and it's and not for everyone. If you're, if you've lived a happy life, you, you don't ever have unhappy thoughts. Like, probably not going to understand a lot of what we're talking about. This is for the people who kind of live in that gray area. That's where it's like, you know, you're yin and you're yang, man. Look at the logo. Well, you know, mm-hmm. yang action. So a little bit, a little bit of each. But um, look forward to talking to y'all next time, yes. Dan. Yeah, I'm excited. Look forward it'll, to talking. It'll be fun. Time. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Um, talk soon. Bye bye.